0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning into to this next episode of In the Dirt with a Soda. we got a special guest with us in the house today, which is Kevin Mazzicola, the executive director of the Auto Dealer Association of Greater Philadelphia. It's great to be here. I'm oh, here. man, Kevin, thank you so much for coming on here. we got some great stories that we're trying to tell about what you guys are trying to accomplish, as well as the several hundred dealers in your area and why they're trying to bring uh, things to not only like your local community, but like to kids like the youth, which is just so cool. So we'll get to that here in a second um, about how you guys are get, getting over 50,000 new coats to kids in your area. But first, Threading
1: Kevin, yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> but like how cool, too, that that's happening in Philadelphia. You know, the, the city of brotherly love. That's perfect, right?
1: It is. And uh, like all big cities or metropolitan areas, uh, sadly, there's a major need uh, to keep these kids warm. So that that's program right. is very much unique in the country and something the dealers here are very, very proud of.
0: Yeah, that's great. So, Kevin, first off, when did you first join the Auto Dealer Association of Greater Philadelphia?
1: Yeah, uh, 1997. I oh my word! I know. I grew <laughs> up and I was uh, raised in uh, Montana. Went to University wow. of Montana, and right out of college, I worked for right out of college the Montana Auto Dealers Association in assistant lobby there, along with selling things to the dealers, and learned a lot. And then I got the head job in Wyoming, so I worked for the Wyoming auto dealers in Cheyenne, Wyoming, no and kidding. was strictly a, a lobbyist. And then in '97, the job opened up here in Philadelphia, and and here we are, 27 years later. So you
0: knew where that. to go for 27 years, I huh? Tell
1: you, we weren't. You know, I was with my wife, and she said, "How long are we going to be there?" I said, "Oh, it'll be great. We'll, we'll we'll mold some things. It's a great opportunity." And now, yeah. we've raised two children here and have met some wonderful people, and we call you know the Greater Philadelphia era our home.
0: Yeah, of course. So it's it's really cool when you are able to not only do the meaningful part of what an auto dealer association is supposed to do, but you're able to do it and like reach the community in deeper ways yeah. and really show the love of community that you know the couple hundred dealers that you guys have yeah. uh, part of all your programs. Like it's it's cool when and inspiring when you guys are able to do that.
1: It's so, it's cool. It's cool to work for the dealers for most of my life, and yeah, they're resilient and they're persistent. And they're good businessmen and women and they care about their community uh and 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 what goes on in that community. And so our association has been focused in that. And and we run and produce and you know, own the Philadelphia Auto Show. We've had great success over the years. And in that process of running the show, we have leveraged the success of the show financially yeah. uh, to start a foundation. And we started the Auto Dealers Caring for Kids Foundation in 2008 and uh, have been bringing warmth with our Driving Away the Cold or our new COPE program. But it all centers around the show and the dealers and the community, right? Because this show would not be successful without the attendees attending and and financially giving us strength. And it's our way to give back uh, to the community via the show. The show has been an icon in Philadelphia for 120 years and continues. Oh my word! (laughs) Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, longer than I've even been in Philadelphia. Yeah, Um, just a little bit, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a it's a great uh, circle in the sense of the show. Of course, we do other things as association for our 190 dealers. It's Philadelphia County and the four contiguous counties around it. It's about 190 dealers strong, and uh, and that foundation shows that.
0: Man, Kevin, that's so great. So like you said, the philanthropic arm that you guys started, started in 2008. And since then, you guys have been able to give out 625,000 yeah. new coats to kids in your community, I which know. is amazing.
1: Cool is you know, and, and we do two things. One is we have the preview gala, which is Benefits Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and is raised you know, tens of millions of dollars for Children's wow. Hospital. But in 08, we decided to get our own signature program, an actual, not a writing the check kind of foundation, but doing something in the community. Doing. And yeah. so uh, we decided to procure new coats. If you remember in 08, 09 was the financial crisis. I remember. Bankruptcies for, right. for now Stellantis, but General Motors. And it was a difficult time to start a philanthropic, but our dealers are very strong. And this program is very simple. Kids are cold and they don't have a coat. Let's yeah. keep them warm. And so that program has now grown. Uh, we just got done. We we distribute in October uh, 50,000 brand new coats to kids in our yeah. area. And the dealers get involved. I mean, out of the 190 dealers, 180 of them participate yeah. and provide hundreds of thousands of dollars every year to provide those coats. And You know, one of the most satisfying things that I've done in my career is when you put a coat on a kid, you know, and you zip that coat up and he says, mister, can I keep that coat? You darn tootin' you can keep that coat. That's your coat. Don't give it to anybody. Keep it warm. That's right. uh, Once a dealer does that, giving money is one thing. Once you do that, we have them. And that's why we have such penetration of the dealers contributing. And there's nothing like it, you know, in the country where we're putting on, almost a million dollars of brand new coats on kids every year. And of course, we we can't do that ourselves, right? That's true. Uh, We're not big enough. So we utilize about 300 social service, YMCA's, school districts because they're on the front line. That's right. They know where things go. We can't ever determine where best and the ability to properly distribute those coats. So we leverage on those social uh, social agencies, those other 501c3s uh, to be able to distribute those coats and keep those kids warm.
0: Yeah, that's great, Kevin. And obviously now it's so easy to see that you guys have made this so successful and there's been so much so much buy-in and all this and all that from your dealerships, from your community connections, through the distribution to your 300 uh, local services, um, social services, whether it's YMCA, schools, things like that. But like, let's go back to 2008.
1: Yeah. Well, How to,
0: hard was it to start that?
1: Well, extremely hard, right? Because the yeah. dealers didn't know, I mean, we had, you know... The bankruptcy laws supersede franchise laws. So That's dealers are right. losing their franchise at the whim of the manufacturer. The dealers that have yeah. been around for a long time. So we thought maybe we'd get 30 or 40 dealers to jump aboard, and we got almost 100 dealers right away. No way. And, and, and set up and be able to distribute. And we do it two ways. One, they can contribute to the good of the order, and then the other is they could – have their own local. We want to make it granular for the dealers. So if there was a local social service agency or a local boys and girls club or whatever uh, that needs in their local area, they could actually just get the coats from us and distribute themselves from the dealership and the employees. So it works both ways for the dealer, however they want to leverage, you know, the foundation and the good deeds that it does.
0: Man, that's great. So even thinking of all the dealership Uh, automotive retailers that you have invested in in your entire program like you're talking about like you said 180 190 dealers that are involved in that basically every single year is that right
1: well it is and it's you know those that run associations any kind of association dealer association or otherwise to get almost 95 percent of your members all participating and pulling (laughs) in the same direction shows you the strength of the program and the importance uh you know of the codes. codes kids should not be it should be a staple, you know, uh, right. in the sense of a kid's life and, and to be able to be warm. And it makes a big difference where the family doesn't have to uh, uh, go out and spend that money. And also a lot of these kids, they don't have new stuff. A lot of it's handed down and to be able to have their own something new, it gives them a strong sense of self-worth that somebody cares. And we make the coats so they don't look all like they were given away and all that yeah. They're fashionable. It's not like Oh, I'm uncool because I have that coat. Yeah. <laughs> they're not that types of co- coats. They're cool, they're nice, and they and most importantly, they keep you warm. Yeah. And that's, oh, by the way, what we did also in 08 and as we've gone is that we rebranded the association. Obviously, we're the, the association, Auto Dealers Caring for Kids Foundation as a foundation and the association association, but we brand it more than autodealers.com because wow. you know we educate through the auto show. You know, we we uh, make sure that we help promote in a sense of of the show itself and then obviously we give the code so we're just we're not just dealers which are great but we're more than auto dealers we do all of those things in our community whether it's educate or phil- philanthropic uh, or or, or the, the gamut in a sense of what's going on locally on our retail level
0: yeah, so Kevin, I mean, there's a lot of parallels between what we're trying to accomplish with a and so in our community. Like, obviously, you said you rebranded as more than auto dealers, which is an excellent way to kinda to continue to tell that story that it's not just about selling cars. And with what we're accomplishing, like at a so do, we we tr- we try to show everybody that we love people more than we love cars. And from that has bred a lot of great things. And even our TV series that we, we have called More Than Cars, which is interesting of the parallels there. But it is, a, it is
1: a parallel, right? Because yeah. there's a lot to this industry. There is. I applaud your efforts because there's a lot to the industry that people just don't know. and That's and And there are people in these dealerships and they're hardworking and they, they have goals. And the dealership themselves and the business employ all of those people. And they all have livelihoods and lives and families behind it. And they all want to do a great job and provide something that's vitally important to a consumer. And that's a motor vehicle, right? It's the second biggest purchase you'll ever have other than your home and your life. And, you know, especially during the pandemic, right? I mean, you know, there's always been a love affair of the vehicle, but through the pandemic, you know, that vehicle was your safe spot to go to bar mitzvahs or to birthday parties or to graduations. I mean, that was, and I think you saw that with the comeback of the sales in a sense of people wanted something nice and something safe and something comfortable. And that love affair of that vehicle was was rekindled of how important that is and the mobility that it provides. And so that is an unbelievably important aspect in people's lives and something that they live. I mean, not everybody, when you say, what was your first car? You usually remember, right? because that yeah, first car that you right. ever have has memories tied to an it. emotional attachment, that's emotional, right. yeah. whether that's taken Sally to the prom or going out with the boys <laughs> to the drive-in or whatever that going to the shore here in, in Philly, going to the Jersey shore. But that <laughs> car is tied to memories and yeah. there's not many products or things that you own that provides that to you. There is a relationship, even name your car sometimes. So it's an important relationship for many and, Uh, to be able to work with the people that help provide that uh, to the consumers is very rewarding.
0: Man, Kevin, I love that so much. And to date, you guys, it looks like you've accomplished almost $18 million of in-kind giving just through everything you guys have done. And again, like huge props to you, huge props to your team, huge props to all your dealers that are in your network that have been able to accomplish that. And uh, one big thing you guys have coming up in two months, about two months, is your your auto show. So what can people Um, expect at your auto show?
1: Well, I'm gonna say a couple of things about auto shows. Sure. Uh, uh, Auto shows have been around a long time, but they've been struggling a bit. Um, Struggling a bit through the pandemic. Obviously it's tough to have that. Struggling through the fact that the inventory is very low. So they're selling every vehicle that they have, or they Mm -hmm. had been doing that. So advertising and people coming in. And so there there has been a, a challenge with auto shows around the country, just not Philadelphia. But I want to impart upon you about how important shows are. Yeah. And what I mean is, is that the more we have become digital, the more that we look at buying everything online, the more that we look at that computer screen like I'm looking at you know today. Yeah. The more important and unique an auto show is because it's even less now than it's ever been to be able to physically and tangibly see what those vehicles look like. That's look right. at the back seat. Not you know, the proverbial kick the tires, but more than that, right? You can't do that. And you do that in a non-selling way, all in one big convention center and taking your family and trying the metal on there's nothing that can replace that and in fact that's more unique than ever as we go to online shopping and digital advertising so i would i would argue that the shows are more important than ever and then you overlay evs and the challenges that we're seeing and the fact that an apprehensive consumer usually doesn't spend their money yeah they're worried and they're apprehensive and what shows now can play is an important part as there's some maybe pushback at least not as strong as far as the infrastructure worry and what's going on with the consumer and and being able to charge these things. Um, the show plays an educational part portion and it also introduces EVs to people that may have not even gotten in an EV. And as the fleet transforms itself, as the government gives those incentives and the manufacturers are there and and they've invested tens of billions of dollars, the role of the auto show will be what it's always been. And yeah. then to educate a consumer on what their next will be. And that's yeah. what the shows provide. So I'm bullish long-term on shows because of the EV and because of the uniqueness of that show of these shows and the part they play to the consumer. Plus it's fun. Yeah. And it's it's, a, it's our, always fun, right? Our shows in January and you yeah. get a family of four. It's not that expensive. You walk around for three or four hours. You have fun with your kids. And yeah, as we know, shows are generational. I, I see great-grandpas or gra- grandparents with parents, with kids, with grandmas, and, and their dad or their mom took them when they were a kid. And it's part of that that social fabric. It's part of the fabric of Philadelphia. And it is in other areas as well, but certainly here in the city of brotherly love.
0: Yeah, so like you said, it's it's a it's a generational thing. You see yeah. families that come together around shows like this, and you know even the EV curious part of it. So you have an audience that's probably EV curious that comes to those, so they can see those, so they can see what it's like, so they can at least sit in it and experience it, so they can talk with someone. Well, and, and Maybe and they,
1: we, yeah, we do e-track. so and other shows where they actually can wow. get in the vehicles and drive with a professional driver to see wow. the technology, to feel yeah, the cool. core. So there's. There's a large track right in the middle of the show floor That's cool. so that they could be interactive with these vehicles and experience them because there is a difference between the two as far as torque and how they don't sound, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but, there's, but it's, a, it's a lifestyle, right? It's the soul of the automobile changes, it does, when it's in you yeah. and how you interact with that vehicle and how you charge it and where you charge it and, and those things around that vehicle that need to be uh, understood and and uh, absorbed and when yeah. that happens the apprehension lessons and hopefully will help strengthen the sales of that product
0: yeah I mean, I mean kevin you've got so many great things that you guys have going on there at the auto dealer association of greater philadelphia whether it's your philanthropic arm or your auto show arm or even just the fact that you guys really bring that value to your frontline automotive retailers if you could leave automotive retailers with one piece of inspirational advice for how they can really leverage what they're doing to get to the next level. What kind of advice would you give to automotive
1: retail? Um, people. Yeah. You got to have great people. How do and, I know you're going to say that? I <laughs> you know it's, it's almost yeah. cliche, but uh, that and and I also I was talking to a dealer a couple of weeks ago and he happened to be around and they were delivering a vehicle. And he didn't like the way it was delivered to the consumer. He sure. was just kind of watching it and 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 afterwards, he chatted with his people. And just because you may sell 150 new units a month, or maybe more, or maybe a yeah. little less, a person only buys six, seven, eight new cars in their life. That's right. And to them, that's a special experience. And that's, and the excitement that they have. And you need to bring that to the table every time you deliver a car. And, and that's where they leave you from. They got the car, they did the paperwork, they're taking their car away and, and you want to be excited and not just another delivery, right? It's it's yeah. something that's very, very exciting, you know, to the people that are purchasing it. Uh, the Dealers are, are great um, and they play such a vital role. And I, they're the most philanthropic group of businessmen and women, you know, that they are. And I think the 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 driving away the cold and our new Coke program is just an example of that generosity. And it may be in different ways, in different areas of the country with different dealer groups, you know, and different dealers. But But the thing is, is that these are community based businesses. That's right. In which they live and they work. And that's the key of that franchise system, that they are local and they are part of that community. And they're going to be there usually for a long time and they want to give back. And they do. And this our area in particular is an example with, with the new co-program.
0: Yeah, Kevin, it's super cool and super exciting to see everything you guys have going on there. For people who want to learn more about the Auto Dealer Association of Greater Philadelphia, they can check out more than autodealers.com. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it gives you all yeah. the information on both organizations, what we do, the show, the codes, way to give. Uh, Because we do open it up to um, uh, corporations help and obviously the public itself. Um, And so it's a concerted effort by, by all of those people in our community.
0: How cool. So again, huge props to you guys for your thank new car, for your new, I'm sorry, your new co-program that you have going on. And then also your auto show that you guys have coming up. Um, huge props to you, Kevin, huge props to your team, huge props to all of the dealers involved in your dealer network. And Kevin, man, thank you so much for coming on today to just talk a few minutes about this.
1: Yeah. And good luck to you. I know that, you know, I went to a, you. You a big meeting here in Philly uh, yeah. last year, this one, you moved this time, but yeah, um, I appreciate uh, that. You're making, you're making a good uh, place in regards to shining the light on the dealers and their community and what's going on inside the dealerships and the people that make them work. And I think that they're underappreciated. And I know the people within that appreciate them, but overall, they're not appreciated because they do great work in the sense of helping those businesses and they make their livelihood and they care about their customers in the community in which they work.
0: That's right. And Kevin, thank you so much for being a part of that and creating that together with us. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. Thanks for watching this episode of In the Dirt with a SoDu. If you're new to our channel, make sure and mash that like and subscribe button. Also, check out some of these links for our other great podcasts and content.